0: This is Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymont City Schools.
1: Welcome to the Marymont City Schools Connect Me podcast. I'm Alex Lang, and as always, I'm joined by Superintendent Stephen Estep. In this podcast, we want to discuss the role that technology is playing in education and how we as a school district are using its implementation to drive us toward our Destination 2026 vision.
0: Yeah, I think we've all heard the saying, the only thing constant in life is change, and that is definitely the case when we talk about educational technology. Uh, For us, learning and communication tools are changing almost on a daily basis, and I think it's our job to keep up with it all to make sure that we're maximizing the potential of our students and
1: our staff. Even this podcast is an example of how the district has evolved to stay up to date with the changing and growing technology.
0: Yeah, that's right. And with technology and the use of it in our schools being one of the guiding principles of Destination Twenty Twenty Six, staying on the cutting edge of this shifting educational trend is certainly a focus for us. Uh, so, how have we been doing that? Well, it's with an ongoing process of of self evaluation and and lots of research. What are we doing, and how can we do it better? That's why we're reevaluating our current Bring Your Own Device technology program, and we're looking at other potential solutions for our staff and students. And that leads us to the first topic that I want to discuss in today's podcast, and that's our transition from BYOD to -to one-to-one. Brent Wise is our Director of Technology and Strategic Initiatives and is spearheading this one-to-one transition for us. So Brent, let's start by uh, understanding the difference between BYOD and one-to-one. Sure. So
2: BYOD is, you know, stands for Bring Your Own Device. And so uh, 2012, we started that initiative here in Marymount City Schools, and several districts followed. And that initiative means that students can uh, literally bring their own device to schools. And if a student doesn't have one, uh, we would provide one uh, for them through a rental fee. When you're looking at a BYOD, you're going to have students that are going to bring a device, uh, you know, several different options. They're going to have, whether it be an Apple product, a Windows product, a tablet, a laptop, where if you're the teacher, you're going to be in front of the classroom. And sometimes there's a lot of challenges when there's several different platforms and operating systems that are in your room. With a one-to-one platform, we're going to have the same common device, same operating system that the teacher would be teaching from. And so it's a little bit more of a streamlined approach if you compare the two.
0: So if we just cut to the chase here, what are we going to be able to do with one-to-one that we can't currently do with BYOD?
2: Yeah, and in its simplest form, we're going to streamline and enhance the experience for everyone that's involved. So if you're looking from the student perspective, we're going to open the doors to more collaboration. They're going to open the doors to more creation. Because of the common apps and the software and the common operating systems, students that are going to be in the classroom are actually going to be able to collaborate more because they're going to have the same apps and same software, and they're going to be able to sit back and, and work together on projects and uh, be co-collaborators. And then from the district perspective, it's going to be a more efficient management system. We're going to have more cyber safety. Uh, we're going to have an easier way to support our staff and our students because of the common platform, and it's going to make us more efficient.
0: So as you mentioned, it was in 2012 that the, the district implemented um, the BYOD initiative. Why, why is now the, the time, why is this the right move uh, for, for the Marymount schools to, to transition over to one-to-one?
2: Technology is rapidly shifting and changing, and there's so many options out there that now technology can be a distraction. It can be a game changer when implemented correctly in a classroom. and enhances instruction, and you're not spending time thinking about it. But when technology becomes a distraction to the learning and actually takes away from what we're doing, it becomes a hindrance. And so the, the best part about a technology in the classroom and integration is when you don't have to think about it and it just does what it's meant to do. We're at a time now where technology has opened so many doors for wonderful experiences that we are limited or we cannot do those because of our current BYOD format.
0: So let's talk some specifics. Uh, All families should have received an email from you in November uh, explaining our transition from one-to-one and what what that means. Uh, How are we going to go about implementing this into our schools?
2: We'll be implementing our one-to-one program in three phases. The first phase will be this spring, when our staff will receive professional development along with their device. Phase two will be coming this fall, 2018-2019, when we implement the one-to-one program for our students in K to eight. And then phase three will be the year 2020 and 2021 when we implement the one-to-one for the remaining grades. So at that point, we will be one-to-one K to 12. It's important to note that part of these phases that we're gonna have students that still bring their own device. And we're not gonna say we want students to uh, just simply move and transition to our device right away and pay the technology fee. But in fact, we're gonna make a transition plan for those students. So it's a phased-in process, and we're doing that for several reasons, for professional development for our staff, um, for the ability to manage that as a district, but also when it comes time to reevaluate our program in the years, uh, we can do that in the phased-in process also.
0: So let's talk about cost. Uh, First, how is the district able to afford this transition to -to one-to-one? And then secondly, uh, how does this impact the the current technology fee that uh, students pay?
2: So we're going to be able to afford this one-to-one move because of uh, well, three main reasons. One, Apple offers an aggressive leasing program that makes these types of purchases possible for our districts. The second way we'll be able to do that is be able to save money in several areas, um, as common devices are going to make it more efficient for us on a day-to-day uh, when, it, when you're looking at our break-fix and our tech support, printers, copiers, papers, and, you know, even a potential shift to more and more digital resources. And then the third reason is that we're going to, we have to spend money anyways on our old technology that's getting ready to be outdated and broken and that needs replaced so we're simply going to use our existing technology budget and shift that money to make this one-to-one possible you know one exciting aspect to look at as a family is that if you would pay the technology fee that is currently $100 and we do not anticipate that to increase uh, if you would pay that for your uh, son or daughter from from grades K all the way through 12th grade that's going to be $1,300 and that's going to be a new device every four years. You compare that to the fact that you would buy one new nice laptop and pay $1,300 and have to replace that every four years. So I think it's an exciting initiative for parents also because it's going to save money out of their pockets and put the new technology in their students' hands.
0: So once we get this all up and running, then where, where do you see this one-to-one movement taking the Marymount schools in the future?
2: So a one-to-one program can allow for you know, 25 students that are sitting in a classroom to truly explore their own interests and to find the way, uh, find their own way to the learning outcome. We're always looking at ways to personalize learning and education. And I truly believe a one-to-one movement is the next and logical step.
0: Well, as with any of our work in the Marymont Schools, uh, we're always open to uh, questions or comments or suggestions. And so if anyone has uh, any of those, feel free to email questions at Marymontschools.org. And uh, we will be in touch with some uh, answers and more details.
1: Now we'd like to welcome Shannon Cromer, the district's director of teaching and learning, to dive more into the use of technology in the classrooms. Shannon, can you share some of what the staff learned during the Teachers Academy in October?
3: Marymount Tech Academy was a two-day professional learning experience for our teachers and staff. We refer to all of our professional development days as Marymont Academy days throughout the year. But this experience was focused on instructional technology, hence the name Tech Academy. Staff rotated through sessions that solidified the need for change, explored the possibilities available, and provided the learning and support necessary. We organized the sessions into three tracks: Work Smart, Embrace Growth, and Create Experience the three main tenets of Destination 2026.
1: So, looking at education as a whole, how do you see technology impacting teaching and learning? Technology is everywhere, and information is at
3: our fingertips. No longer is the teacher the one with all the answers, nor should the teacher be. With technology, students are used to being able to personalize their experiences and preferences. Why should school be different? We always say that our students are the scholars of today, leaders of tomorrow. Technology is definitely a part of their tomorrow. Additionally, the teacher-student relationship has changed because of technology. There's no more need for constant sage on the stage in classrooms. Instead, a guide on the side approach is necessary. The instantaneous accessibility of information is both the best and worst thing about technology. Teachers have to work with students to help them decipher, analyze, evaluate, and apply all of the information they can receive.
1: Now, since such academy, it's been a lot of fun to see how teachers are beginning to incorporate more technology into their daily lessons. What technology tools and platforms are starting to become common in so many of our classrooms? Teachers have definitely gotten excited about using technology to transform
3: their teaching. They're constantly looking at their lessons to see how using technology could deepen their students' engagement and learning. We have several teachers utilizing virtual reality in their lessons. Mike Hanley took his high school history class through what it was like to dig trenches during World War I. Nicole Parr used virtual reality to allow her students to explore the Boston Tea Party through Google Earth tours, and At our elementaries, Ann Bullar and Ann Williams are having their students kayak through the Grand Canyon and visit the seven wonders of the world on the horseback. Many teachers are incorporating the use of many components of Google Suite as well. And they're also on the lookout for resources that can help them with their teaching. For example, Jessica Long is using programs like Go Formative and Gizmos at the high school to gauge student understanding in order to drive her instruction and to give students interactive ways to reinforce the learning. Also, teachers at all levels have really gotten into Twitter. Not only do they recognize Twitter's capability of showcasing and celebrating the student learning happening day to day, but also as a way to develop their own personal learning networks. It's amazing how much professional, powerful learning can be found with just a hashtag.
1: And something that we've talked a lot about today is the theme that technology is always changing and new ideas and concepts are being developed almost daily. In that regard, what do you see as the future of educational technology for the district? I imagine that technology will only continue to enhance the
3: personalization, engagement, and real-world application of both the teaching and the learning in this district. The one thing I know for sure is that excellent instruction will remain at the forefront of all of our work. Technology, although crucial, is secondary to us. Whenever we evaluate a resource or an app or a digital program, we are careful to pay attention to how it affects or enhances student learning. We don't want to use technology just to say we're using it. We want to use technology to transform instruction and make the learning experience even better for our students.
0: As with everything we do at Marymount City Schools, our focus is always pointed towards our Destination 2026 strategic plan. Our goal is to develop deeply engaged and globally competent learners that are prepared to think critically and succeed consistently in tomorrow's world. And technology is certainly blazing a trail for changes and advancements that we can't even comprehend today. But we know that by integrating technology in meaningful and intentional ways in our classrooms, we are equipping our students for whatever the future holds. Thanks for listening to Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymont City Schools. Stay connected by visiting our website at marymontschools.org and following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.